We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Before we get to that, though, I wanted to get your take on this Russell Wilson bonus that was paid, in case you guys missed it. Zach had the article for us. The Broncos, what was it, $12 million bucks yeah. they threw at Russ? Explain to everybody what that money is, why that money is. Well, it made headlines, and uh, I think we're kind of prudent to ju- jump on that particular headline. Um, but when the Broncos signed Wilson to that $245 million extension, what was built into that for this year was a $20 million guaranteed contract bonus that had to be exercised between the 15th and I think the 19th. And they did so, and uh, the payment went out. It was due on Friday, so I'm assuming it went out. I'm assuming it wasn't deferred. So what hit Russell Wilson's bank was a cool 12 mil. It's going to be uh, number three. You know, you hear that and you and you go, well, what if, it's like we were talking about last night when we got a question. Hey, what will you do? What will Russ do if, you know, they defy all the odds and go on to win the Super Bowl in his first year with Sean Payton? Would he retire? It's like not with money like that yeah. uh, at stake. But uh, yeah, hey, the rich get richer. Russell Wilson, he's getting that money. Zach. Fayon Hicks arrested in Florida, three charges, one of which is a felony. Um, unfortunately, it's a uh, firearm charge, basically, that he was, I think it was ran or stoplight or, or stop sign, got pulled over, ended up with three charges. One was probably the moving violation itself. One was, I think, driving without a license. And then the other one was, Zach, the uh, gun issue. What do you know about it? Uh, it sucks that it happened to him now because Florida signed into law that you don't have to have a permit to carry uh, down there, but he got busted and it, it was a felony. I think a third degree felony. It is, you know, fairly serious, but most importantly, stupid on Fayon Hicks's part. You're talking about a seventh round pick who is brought back on a reserves deal, I feel, or, you know, he was on the end of the roster to begin with, but he had a chance because the Broncos made no moves at cornerback to maybe move up the depth chart, new coach, new system, and he blew that opportunity. I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos move on uh, fairly soon. I wouldn't either, uh, even their lack of cornerback depth notwithstanding. By the way, guys, tonight is going to be a relatively short version of the Mile High Huddle podcast. 
So any burning topics, questions, anything like that, get it in early because we do have to keep it more than a little tight tonight. Uh, Sam Bam, brother, thank you for getting in a super chat early. He says, I just read the story about the arrest. Glad it wasn't anything overly serious, but still, you never want to see stories about players in trouble with the law. Hope Hicks learns. Let's face it, Zach. This dude does not get arrested if he gets pulled over for a moving violation doesn't have a driver's license. He's probably still just uh, cited and then sent on his way. Maybe worst case scenario is his vehicle gets towed or something. The arrest comes because he's toting around a handgun. Why are you toting around a handgun, dude? Why are you toting around a handgun if it's not legal where, you know, if your situation with it, I don't know all the gun laws there in Florida, but if it's not legal for you to carry or you don't have a license, whatever, why are you doing that? Think about what you have to lose, my dog. Like, Come on now. So it's unfortunate, but uh, that's why he ultimately got booked, I'm sure, was the fact that, you know, get the gun charge. Yeah, that's the question I always wonder is like, why? And I've always been wondering that about these pro athletes, no matter if they're making a million dollars a year, which is still a hell of a lot of money to ordinary people, or if they're making $50 million a year, you have a really good life in front of you. You're an NFL player and you're making good money. You're in the prime of your life, prime of your career. Why would you risk it and carry around a firearm when you don't have to? Uh, Like Sam Bam said, though, hopefully he learns from this incident. Jerry Judy certainly did from last year's incident. Well, and he also got a little bit lucky that the charges were flimsy and they were ultimately dropped. Um, David McElrath, the one they call Papa Bear, in the house with a very generous super chat. Thank you, big dog. Saying a double buckum with a B. That's a B, YouTube and Facebook. Appreciate you, David. Seriously. And you got that super chat in 20 minutes or so, 25 minutes before we even went live. So that, that uh, level of support man we just we love you we appreciate you yeah double buckham is pretty funny because that's what sean payton was doing to hack it during his press conference the other week just taking shot after shot at him it's pretty funny but appreciate you david as always uh, everybody's got a little dirt on their hands did i mention that watching the tape last year was hard um i mean if if russell wilson's ears weren't burning a little bit like you said mm-hmm. definitely nathaniel hackett's were Yeah, for sure. He's like, we know they didn't do nine on sevens. They didn't do one on ones. They didn't play starters in preseason. It was just pot shot after pot shot. And I kind of liked it. I'm not going to lie. It does make you wonder. It's like, you know, Nathaniel Hackett just getting way too cute for, you know, too big for his britches. Let's put it that way. It's like, dude, you're playing tackle football. And I can somewhat understand the logic. It's like when we debated this last summer when they were taking it easy and not playing any starters in the preseason. Mike, love you, big dog. Thank you very much. You are a prince. Seriously, Mount Rushmore. Uh, we would, uh, it's you know, hey, it's a brutal season. It's long, Zach. It's a war of attrition. And now you add an extra game, you know, hey, maybe there's a reason why. Maybe he's, you know, because he, what is it? LaFleur and Green Bay did similar things, not exact things, but, um, you know, maybe he knows something we don't, right? He's like got a, a, a NFL hack of Turns out, nope, dude absolutely didn't know what he was doing. Rolled the dice, and it blew up in Denver's face. Not only, Zach, in the sense that uh, the Broncos were ill-prepared for the intensity of actual regular season football, the starters, when it arrived, but also the whole idea of we want to avoid the injury. That blew up in their face because they weren't being exposed to the physicality. Their bodies weren't incrementally exposed to that resistance it happened all at once and then everyone just got hurt so 
Uh, by the way, Mike, you got the Bridge the Gap CD. Very, very stoked. Appreciate you doing that, big dog. Much love. You mentioned big brain when it comes to Hackett or Entitled or Big for his britches or whatever. I look at him now in retrospect as scared. And what's the old expression, Chad? Scare money, don't make any money. That's what happened with the Broncos and Hackett. You can't be that passive and you can't be that bubble boyed with your entire team, keeping him in bubble wrap and plastic wrap and not go, not being having the conviction to go out there and take on the bumps and bruises that come along with the NFL. It's like what Sean Payton said. Yeah, we're going to play the starters in preseason. It's preseason. It's what they do. It's football. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That's what they're doing here, and it's tackle football at that. Chris Chances, thank you, bro, for that super chat. He says, Chad, Zach, Scott, still the best in the business. We really do appreciate the support and the compliment. Uh, if if we are, it's because of you guys. Support from great members of our community like you, Chris, and everybody. Love you guys. Um, Zach, I see a topic here about from Roy. He wants to know on Facebook real quick. Are the Broncos interested in Shelby Harris? Would like to see him a Bronco again. My question, Roy, is why would you want to see him? And I don't say that cynically. I'm curious. Why do you want to see him a Bronco again? Was it because he was a Bronco? Or is there something about his play, what you see in the future? Because I think Shelby Harris peaked, Zach. Uh, I think he peaked like 2021. Uh, or pardon me, 2020. And then 2021 started kind of going downhill a little bit to the point where I didn't lose any sleep. I don't know if you did over him being part of the deal to get Russ. Mm -mm. No, I think he peaked after he got his contract as well. And it happens all too often uh, around the league, especially with the Broncos. I mean, look at Cortland Sutton, for example, I can see it maybe for depth to bring him back, but that hole was solved for the most part. When you uh, signed Zach Allen to replace Draymond Jones, the thing is with the Broncos, I feel like they're done until the draft, and if they were to add anyone, it would be maybe a cornerback or uh, maybe another receiver. I've heard nothing about Shelby Harris coming back to Denver. Um, Michaela's saying, 
how could you, the Duchess, let your license expire? It always expires on your birthday. Right. So when it does expire, I don't know if the laws are the same in every state, but typically it's five years, right, that your license is uh, valid or whatever. Some people, they just get the hustle and bustle. They're just not thinking about it. A lot of people, I would say probably, well, maybe most people would taken it would be taking it a bridge too far. But I would say a lot of people, they just don't think that way. They're not going, oh, it's my birthday. Has it been five years since I got my <laughs> license? I better check. You know, and then it oftentimes takes like this, something like this happening where you get pulled over because you didn't turn on your blinker and the cop goes, by the way, your license is expired. Did you know? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Crap. I'll get it fixed. And they'll maybe write you a warning and say, hey, or they'll cite you and say, if you can show to the judge uh, that you got this, uh, you know, taken care of, then we'll we'll uh, drop it or whatever. But I don't know. In that sense, Michaela, I feel you. Some people are Zach are way more buttoned up like they know like, hey. There's when my registration is due. There's when my license might expire. Um, hey, I'll, God love people like that. I mean, I, I don't let mine expire because I don't feel like dealing with any of the problems. If I get pulled over, it's just a hassle. I think the other segment of people who don't get it updated is because they don't want to go to the DMV. I mean, it's really that hellacious to go down there and uh, deal with whatever. But for an NFL player, especially if you're riding around carrying a handgun, just update your license, man. It's not that hard. Phil, down in Tucson. Proving Broncos country, not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Love you, big dog. He says, good evening, Chad, Zach, and Deacon Scott. Alternate white helmet? Not a fan. Go Broncos and buck them. Zach, I've been a little bit more um, unplugged from the old laptop today than maybe a typical Monday. Has there been some leak design that I'm unaware of? Yeah, about... I would say about an hour ago, the Broncos said coming soon on Twitter with a picture of it looked like a white iced out helmet, which has kind of been the in vogue thing around the NFL lately. Uh, looks like the Broncos are going that route before they debut a whole new uh, throwback uniform. I don't really care either way. They can wear pink tutus as far as I'm concerned, as long as they win on the field. It's all that matters. All right. So let's do uh, Drew Hollenbeck in the house, dude, a legendary mythical pivotal figure in our community it's great to see you big dog thank you for the super chat uh and keep spinning that bridge to gab big dog much love and respect um here's this here's what everyone's talking about guys fall 2023 so you've got some white rockies rocky mountains you know everyone's getting a lot of snow this year if you're in the rockies uh fall 2023 and i guess if you is that rockies yeah that's mountains what am i tripping here no that's that's mountains. Here's your top of the visor. So that's the crown facing you, right? So there's, yeah, it's some kind of a white Bronco helmet. Um, I need more. I need to see me more before I really uh, go overboard trying to comment. I, I What I care most about, Zach, is not necessarily what color is the helmet. What's the design? Right. Like, what is the emblem? What is it? Are we going with the since 96 or 97, uh, you know, Bronco how uh what would you call it head whatever or the old d or is it some amalgamation is it something new i'll be curious to see i think to me if i had to get you know submerged in this discourse it's better than the all orange uniforms the broncos tried to pull off a few years ago and it's also better than those remember am i was i having a fever dream they had brown and yellow throwbacks yeah that's from the 60s so that was from their initial you know when the broncos became a thing 
Yes. Yeah, so, so that was ugly. And then you had the mustard yellow and brown vertical sock striped socks. Yeah. I mean, those are freaking butt ugly. Let's face it. If you like them, you like them because it's your team. You know, let's be honest. It's like, you know, everyone has that friend that's kind of a jerk to, that's perceived by most people as a jerk. But if you weren't friends with him, you'd probably think he's a jerk, but he's your bro. So, you know, you love him kind of like a keep to leave, right? When a keep to leaves on your team, you love him. But when he's, when, if you're a Raiders fan, you hate him, you know, or even when he was in, in new England, you know, Broncos fans had no love for a keep to leave. Heinz Ward, famously another guy, kept smiling at you. You loved him if he was on your team. I hated playing against him when my team was going up against him. But taking it back to the uniforms, I tend to prefer what the Broncos already have. Their color scheme, just how clean they look. I understand the fans want something new, and you brought up something that they could use a refresh after the last half decade, but I'm not going overboard one way or the other. Well, it's more of just an idea of, uh, Lawrence, thank you, brother. Some stars. Much love, some big boy stars. Whatever the new design is, he says, I just hope it's bright and that our players can't miss it. Um, you know, <laughs> my my thing about the the jerseys, the uniform, and eh, people go, well, you know, wait a minute, hold up, take a second here because we didn't start winning Super Bowls till we changed things in '97. We sure we want to, you know, deviate from that with anything, you know, noteworthy, and it's like, well hasn't served the Broncos at all in the last seven years. So what do you have to lose by shaking up the, you know, Jersey gods thing, whatever, however you want to, you know, superstition, whatever your thought is on that, you got nothing to lose. So it, a, a full shakeup's not happening this year for sure. But as they're, we, we reported on this yesterday and then today further the Broncos, they must be getting some of those fan surveys back, Zach, and they're going with some kind of a white design. It looks like, well, to Lawrence's point, uh, if they do get new uniforms, they can bring back Kareem Jackson. If you can't miss the uniform, he's not knocking out his own teammates. So that can uh, work in their True. favor. But we'll see what happens. Um, Sam Bam in the house uh, again, number two. Thanks, bro. And by the way, guys, I got to remind you, we're 15 minutes in. If you have burning topics, get them in the chat because we only have about 30, 35 minutes today total. Uh, he says to Sam, Question, do you think the Walton Penner Group will build a new stadium within the next seven years? If so, do you think that's necessary right now? I don't, this, Zach, I don't think it's necessary, but I'm not, you know, a billionaire and I don't have the means to just rustle up a $1.2 billion project and, you know, with or without taxpayer money and just do it. So whatever they see as the upside, we're not inside those meetings. We don't know exactly, but. I don't think uh, it's necessary. Doesn't mean it won't happen, though. What do you? What's your answer for him? Well, I can't pretend to be a billionaire, but I can pretend to think like a billionaire. And if I'm a billionaire, I like making money. And I don't think the Broncos are going to get a lot of revenue out of their current stadium, which is I'm not going to say dilapidated or old or whatever, but it's not as modern as some of the venues around the NFL. And I mentioned this a week ago or so, I think they're going to take a page. Eventually they might out of the Cronky playbook and build just like a Metro sports, huge complex where it's restaurants and bars and hotels. Football becomes the smallest thing in that pecking order. It's all about making money seven years. That might be too short. These things take quite a long time, but would not surprise me if the Walmarts make a move eventually. I mean, there are some things about the stadium that could be upgraded, but, um, you know, you go to like Jerry World, the Falcons' new state uh, facility, all that. I mean, every corner you turn, it's designed to get your money. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the Broncos, you know, what are we now? 22 years into the existence of this stadium. You know, this predated the cell phone thing. This predated everybody having more computing power in their butt pocket than the entire U.S. had to scratch together to get to the moon. So there's all kinds of different moving parts, changes, things that could happen that they're missing out on right now relative to revenue on game day. Orange Crush 7, yo. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Just go back to the Orange Crush unis and the D already, like he's gotten his profile pic, Vintage Elway. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to leave that as an as a you know th- that particular combination of that helmet in the in the past. But I wouldn't mind. Again, I've said this before. Like I like the Color Rush helmet because you get the D and you get more of a blue that's a little bit closer to the current um, blue that is used you know since '97. But what say you? I think it's going to be riding a bike with training wheels at first, and they're going to have the training wheels on by just taking a shot with the helmet and dip their toe in the water. Then they'll take the training wheels off and maybe ride the bike. And what I mean by that is a full-blown uniform change. But I think for now, maybe for the entire season, a a new helmet will suffice. You know, the white helmet thing, there are some really interesting fan designs of, of like Bronco uniforms where that motif is utilized, where it is white. Some of the things I've seen in those designs, and you can Google it, like right now, you could Google fan design Denver Broncos uniform and see some of the stuff I'm saying. It could be cool. It could actually turn out very cool, depending on what the actual logo is on the on the helmet. GLP, Gary Palmer, the swashbuckler in the house. Thank you, brother. He says, yo, Chad, Zach and Scott, we know why they changed the colors. Go Broncos, MHH for life, and buck them with a B. Uh, why, Zach? Why Why are they talking about and giving two games this next year uh, to this new helmet design? What's Gary talking about? Maybe Gary's a little more clued in than me. I can assume they, again, want to create more excitement in the fan base. They want to make a little more money. They want to be a little fresher. And also because maybe this is what Gary's implying. Sean Payton is now in town, so they're doing things a different way and doing things, I don't know, more of a modern way. As my friend B.A. would say, Mike could be. Michaela Parker in the house, the Duchess with a bona fide super chat. Love you. Appreciate you so much. She says, who do you think uh, will be our first draft pick, a center, a corner, running back? Much love. Um, Man, it's so hard to say. It's such a crapshoot to predict what it might be by the time you get to pick 67, which is – where the Broncos select for the first time uh, in this particular draft. But I would think, Zach, it's probably going to be center. It's going to be IOL, so interior O-line, or just O-line. It's going to be either O-line, D-line, edge. And, I, you know, if you even want to lump edge in with D-line, it's going to be O-line, D-line, and then I'll throw in maybe corner or something like that. Even though this team has a – terrible track record of drafting corners in the third round in the last decade 
Yeah, I can think we can rule out running back. They paid Samaje to be pretty much the 2023 starter. They're hopeful about uh, Javante Williams coming back, and they have a few young, talented running backs on the roster. Um, It's going to be, to me, I agree with you, defensive line, front seven pretty much, either outside linebacker or defensive lineman tackle or end. They've met with a bunch of them. I'm trying to follow the breadcrumbs of the top 30 visits, Chad, in the, in the draft process the Broncos have made. A lot of defensive players, not a lot of running backs or centers, mostly um, defensive linemen and uh, linebackers. Yes. Uh, there is an article up at milehighhuddle.com that lists the different top 30 visits that are currently on the books that, that have been reported. I would I would tell you, go read that. Um, Taylor wants to know with the super chat. Thank you, bro. With Russ having surgery on his knee, do you think that was affecting him last year? Also with that and Sean Payton, I believe he'll be back to a pro bowler. So how much was it affecting him? How much of his regression last year, Zach, do, would you maybe attribute to a a bothersome knee. It wasn't just last year though. It spanned back to his Seahawks days. It's been several seasons where that knee has been affecting him and he finally got it cleaned up. I don't think that on itself or in itself was why he only threw 16 touchdowns or why he had the lowest completion percentage of his career. But you have to also take into account he was dealing with that while also being concussed at one point, while also having a hamstring injury, and while also having a, sh- a throwing shoulder injury. He was beat to hell last year behind an O-line that allowed the most sacks in the NFL. Pro Bowler, I'm pumping the brakes. That field is way too strong in the AFC, and that expectation right now is too high. But Getting Russ back to a top 12 level, I believe, is realistic. And if they do that, they will be a playoff team. There's also something to be said for at least one of those games that Russell Wilson missed last year. Like, if he hadn't become a national lampoon, I'm not sure they sit him. It was almost like, and this is just pure speculation, all right? This is true tinfoil hat stuff. It's almost like they were going, he is hurt. We could push the envelope and he could go out and play and, you know, do the NFL quarterback banged up thing. But it might do him good in more ways than one to be out of the spotlight for a week, get a breather, uh, because he had become absolutely like constantly. It was incessant uh, pillaring uh, from the media. So, George, if we do a new stadium, it will be so they can hold the draft and Super Bowls, MHH for life. Hit the thumbs up, guys. Thank you for that reminder to everybody, George. And, yeah, that's another thing is, you know, we know that at least the previous Broncos, um, we'll just say ownership group slash executive team, they wanted to be involved in the Super Bowl running, even though Denver is a cold uh, climate at the time, typically that the Super Bowl is held. The only way to really be in that game is get a covered stadium or a stadium that can be covered. Uh, so that could also be part of whatever the ultimate motivation here is, Zach, to to maybe upgrade the stadium is to give them the full, you know, full opportunity to capitalize on all the revenue opportunities, including for the city and the businesses in the city and people whose jobs and the economy of Denver uh, that they can. Yeah, but if I'm a, a taxpayer in Denver, I'm not happy that they can take my money because they want to land a draft in Denver. They're going to build a whole new stadium using you know our hard-earned money and uh, only to gain capitalistic benefits. I would really despise, though, if they went to a dome stadium. I feel like that would take away some of the allure and luster of what the Broncos franchise is and what has become. And also the skyline, Chad. It's beautiful. You go to a game in Denver, especially in fall, early fall, this, the sunsets, the sky. It's just... Great weather, great environment, and they would be remiss to uh, cover that all up. 
All right, guys, we're at 24 minutes, coming up on 25. We are about out of time for tonight. Unfortunately, got to keep it about a half episode today. Um, Taylor, we did, did we, did we grab it? I think we grabbed it, right? We ended up circling back and getting it. Um, I'll double check on that, my friend. We definitely don't want to ever leave a super chat um, hanging. Um, okay, let me let me do a quick look real quick here. I'm going to scroll up. Cooper in the house with Michaela. Great to see you guys. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, so I think we did circle back and get it. So that is, that's good. Um, okay, any other topics that we didn't get tonight? I mean, we got a little bit of time left. Um, I wrote Zach about how uh, George Payton said so it's weird because you wrote about one of his previous comments you could look up what i'm about to say here is uh contradictory but he talked about you know being uh in a posture of he likes to trade back right like he likes to what was the phrase he used zach in his article that you wrote about disposition to trade back or more inclined i think he's more said. inclined yes more inclined to trade back well then in another section of the same remarks he talks about we've got two third round picks so we got to make some hay you know and then he goes on goes on and then yeah so we got to make some hay with these third round picks which to me again i'm not saying that broncos zach are not going to do any maneuvering in this draft as far as trading back i just don't expect them to do that in the round in the third round yeah i think some fans were taking that first article that i wrote to mean that they're definitely going to trade back in the third round that's not what george payton was saying at all if the option is there the opportunity the motive is there he'll take it but he's not going to trade down for the sake of trading down i think and you think as well they're going to stay put and probably use both of those third round draft picks because it is their premium capital and they have roles to fill throughout the roster but the thing is with george payton he never shows his uh hand he always keeps things close to the vest he never uh, overplays his card, so he'll take us down right to draft night, Chad, in terms of what he wants to do. Mike, love you, big dog. Thank you very much. I'm sure we uh, can look forward to also seeing you on Twitter tonight after the stream, so much love, big dog. Um, I don't know. Miguel, he says, look, if the Broncos go all iced out, I hope it's not a Bills vibe. I want original. Yeah, so there is that Bills look, Zach. White helmet, white jersey. Uh, white pants and then you know they're whatever it was was it red or blue stripe i i don't recall uh i don't know i'm down for something a little bit different though this time like shake it up a little bit shake it up a little bit white i mean again if you go google some of the designs that fans have made uh there are some cool ideas out there i just don't think the broncos are going to push the envelope too much because they might worry that if we're going to do this, one of the reasons they would do it, Zach, is like we talked about yesterday, get some of those new orders, right? New jersey sales, new this, that, whatever, because even with Color Rush, when Color Rush first happened, there's they got a nice little spike in merchandise purchases both at the stadium and online and at all their different dealers. They're hoping to capitalize on that, no doubt, with this two-game design that they're going to roll out in 2023 so they want it to be one that fans in some way resonate with to maximize how much they can move some merch. Well, if we're talking about the Bills, they've had nine playoff appearances since the Broncos hoisted the SB50 trophy. I want to be like the Bills. So it comes down to bottom line. I don't care what they wear, iced out or not, as long as they are winning football games. Bottom line. Nine playoff games since 2015. Judas Priest. Broncos have the chance on Allen. 
Think about that. I don't want to. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. That's an old wound. Yeah, it is. Naj, what's up, big dog? Bonafide superstar in the house. Thank you, bro. He says, "Hey, brothers, who do you see the Broncos opening with? I see him at home versus the Jets. The return of Hackett with Rodgers versus Wilson. Thoughts? Yeah, that is interesting. The Jets are obviously on the schedule. Um, what do you think, Zach?" I heard speculation that they could open against Kansas City on that first Thursday night game to open the NFL season, the kickoff game. So that could be a possibility. I mean, Sean Payton, Russell Wilson versus Reed and Mahomes in prime time. I haven't really thought too much about it, Chad. I'm not in schedule mode yet because we have the draft coming up. But the Jets, that's a good shout there, Naj. I can definitely see that happening. Hopefully no prime time games, though. Please, God, no more. Um, I, You know what? Last year... Yeah, we got a little bit traumatized because we went from having the one the year prior and it was only a Thursday night game. And you're going, oh, the Broncos have been, you know, snubbed and disrespected by the NFL schedule makers. In comes Russ. Hey, we got five. Yeah, we're back in the. Oh, brutalized and embarrassed in everyone except the Niners game. The Niners game, we won. So that's, there is that. But I don't shy away from it. I feel you though. Like there's that part of you that's traumatized. But Sean Payton, Sean Payton is never going to step – a Sean Payton team is never going to step foot on the grass and not be prepared. Might not win those every single game, but they will compete and, and be in it when the chips are down. Lawrence, Zach, wants to say, do you think they're feeling the sales now uh, – pardon, do you think they're feeling the sales low now after they got rid of all their jersey sales uh, for players? I'm not sure exactly what he means, but um, maybe maybe there's a dip currently in jersey sales. I mean, we help them out a little bit with that, right? Every single month, we make sure two fans, one on YouTube, one on Facebook, get a Broncos jersey of their choice. It comes from their store. But uh, I don't know. Fans are kind of a little bit disinterested. The general fan, like the average fan, not you guys. Again, you guys are the hardest of the hardcore. That's why you're nerds like us in the room talking about Broncos on April 3rd when there's not crap going on right now. The average fan, they're kind of they're like, all right, Free agency's over. We got Sean Payton. Wake me up when September rolls around. So that's the average fan right now. I think, I guess Lawrence is trying to say since they traded Chubb and they let Draymond Jones walk, those were two players that were garnering jersey sales. I don't think they have a problem with that. Still have Russell Wilson, still have Patrick Sertan, Simmons, Javante Williams, Jerry Judy. I don't think they're hurting for money all that much, Lawrence. Right. So that is what he's saying. Are they hurting because all their stars, you know, they can't sell a Von Miller jersey anymore? Right, like they can't sell Chubb. I get that, maybe. Um, but guys, tonight we got to keep it tight. Sorry, we got to dip on out of here. Um, love you guys. We got a few messages though before we dip, so don't leave quite yet. It uh, was a shortened but still excellent edition of the MHH podcast. If you're not following us on Twitter, be sure you're doing so at the MHH Pod. You can follow the main account on Twitter at Mile High Huddle. Chad at Chad and Jensen, myself at Kelberman NFL, and Scott at Scout Kennedy. If you guys want some merch, Buckham merch, the hat I'm wearing, anything that you see Chad or any other MHH podcast host rock, go to MHHmerch.com and check out our wide array of inventory. And if you haven't, go to Facebook.com slash Pod. Be sure you're liking that page and following that page. And also, if you're on Instagram, go to Instagram at mile underscore high underscore huddle. Guys and gals, if you haven't done so, go to Apple Podcasts and leave your football pre-safe five-star review for a chance to win some of that merch each and every month. But if anything, please subscribe, like, and share this video and every video you see on the MHH channel. It really helps us grow and reach more Broncos fans just like you. 
Much love and respect to these great supporters on Facebook tonight. Throwing down stars, Michael Ronquillo, Phil McLaughlin, George Fox, Lawrence Rivera, and our great Super Chat superstars on YouTube, starting with David McElrath, Sam Bam, Chris Chances, Drew, Taylor Christensen, Gary Palmer, Orange Crush 7, The Duchess, Michaela Parker, and, of course, Naj, who we get to talk to in two weeks from this coming Thursday, and then we get to talk to Sam Bam next Thursday, not this coming Thursday, but the next. This coming Thursday, though, make sure butts are in seats because we're going to be doing the raffles uh, for the Jersey giveaway and the Apple Podcast giveaway. If you left a five-star review uh, for us on Apple Podcasts in the month of March, we will be doing that raffle as well. So we'll take care of that business Thursday night. Can't wait. See you all then. Have a great start to your week. Take care. And as always, go Broncos. On Apple Podcasts in the month of March, we will be doing that raffle as well. So we'll take care of that business Thursday night. Can't wait. See you all then. Have a great start to your week. Take care. And as always, go Broncos. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.